Would you like to learn about self-love deficit disorder syndromes as well as five treatments for recovery? Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetize Your Man Method. And today I'm really excited about this particular topic because so many of us are actually suffering under it and it massively impacts your dating and your romantic relationship life. The definition self-love deficit disorder is a term that comes from Dr. Ross Rosenberg in his book, The Codependency Cure. And it's a term that's used to also describe trauma, core shame, pathological loneliness, and addiction disorder. So if you're in one of those categories, I highly recommend you continue watching. So let's talk a little bit about what are some of the symptoms that come in the way and this showing really this lack of self-love, okay? So first of all, what happens so often is of course we're putting everybody else first, right? So we are second and how this really looks like is we're like really making everybody's needs more important than our own, right? And how it sounds like it's like, oh, it's not that important. You know what I mean? I don't need that dress right now. I don't need that, tri that trip right now. You know, I don't need to go to that restaurant right now. You know, like, you know, so-and-so can have their way, what they, what they want. That's just like, that's like more important. You know, I can deal with it, right? So that's like definitely one symptom that you have that self-love deficit disorder, okay? Another one is like a really hard time to accept compliments. What's up with that? How many times do I see women who just really feel extremely uncomfortable and if not almost offended when they get a compliment? Like almost saying, no, 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 you are amazing. Like, no, 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 you are, you are, you are way more handsome than I am. No, 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 you're, you're way more successful than I am, right? Like what's up with that, you know? So this is like when you have the self-love deficit disorder, you're also really struggling with sort of like, you don't, you have a very small capacity to receive and to hold goodness, right? It's almost like it comes in and it needs to go out right away, right? Because there's like no, there's no space. You know, it's having like a full bottle of water and like trying to pour more water in, but it's already, it's already overflowing, right? So you have to learn to actually pour up, pull out the whole water bottle. So you actually have space, there's nothingness, and you can actually pour a lot of love and self-confidence and approval and all of that into the bottle as well. Like another way, interestingly enough, how self-love deficit disorder shows up is by actually sort of like it's a self-sabotage. So you have this amazing man that comes into your life, that is there, that makes all the calls, right? But for some reason, you just find something wrong with that. I don't know. There's something I just can't quite trust in this man. The reason being is because your system is so not used to that. It doesn't feel familiar and it right away because it doesn't know it. Remember, a confused mind says no. And so you are ending up rejecting this amazing man. That is also a very huge symptom of self-love deficit disorder. So let's go ahead and dive into the treatments, okay? So let's go ahead. So treatment number one is set boundaries of others and say no. Well, look, 
in order to be able to focus on yourself, you have to do what? You have to stop focusing on other people. You have to move from being other focused, I call it other rotating, to become self-focused and self-rotating. Yes, that's right. I'm telling you right now to be selfish, right? I want you to be self-centered, right? And so I know, and your blood is probably just, you know, getting already nervous and you're just, you know, you're already getting all antsy about this. But I promise you, it's not as bad as you think. It's literally just all in your head because trust me, who you perceive yourself to be is not who you are. Oh, thank God is, you know, I'm so glad that that's true because that means like you can actually receive and actually feel good about it and actually believe that other people by giving you compliments actually that makes them feel good as well. And not only that, but they actually trust you more, right? You know, there's so much research out there that really shows when people set boundaries, you know, they actually, they're trusted more. Why is that? Because unconsciously, we know that there's no way that you agree every single time with a guy, okay? Like, there's, there's just no way, right? And the man knows that. It's like, what? Well, she's got to have an edge. Where's her opinion? I know this wasn't okay what I just said to her, but she didn't set a boundary. She didn't say no, right? And so, like, everybody knows that. But guess what? Because we also have this little boy and this little girl inside of ourselves, we push as far as we can, right? So that's what we call when we say a man is quote-unquote testing you. We're all testing each other all the time. So set boundaries of others and learn to fall in love with the no. Now, tip number two is practice unconditional self-love. So, wow, I love this so much. Because, so let's talk about this because I'm sure you hear about this all the time. So what I want you to do is like when you get angry the next time, when you like, ah, right? And you just get like super like, like almost like aggressive or rageful or whatever it is, right? To love yourself, allow yourself to be in that energy, send yourself love, visualize love coming towards you, celebrate yourself in that anger, same is true with sadness. Let's say next time you feel just like this grief and the despair, this disappointment, maybe even the powerlessness, the helplessness, right? And you just like really let yourself feel it, right? You just really allow yourself to feel that sadness and that softness and that vulnerability and that rawness, right? So you just really allow yourself, you just really drop into that and you just really allow it to encompass all of you. That's what it really means to practice unconditional self-love. Also, what unconditional self-love is, is being willing to risk other relationships because it's not about other people. It's about yourself. So it's about being true to yourself, right? Are you willing to betray someone else so or that you consider that you betray them, right? You're not really betraying them. So you don't betray yourself so that what you say, what you think and what you do continues to be in alignment and you stay in your queen integrity. Tip number three is create a new empowering identity for yourself. So I do this with my women all the time. So just imagine there's like a different version of you. You know, it's like almost like a, like a, um, yeah, just like a second version, as if it's like a twin, so to say, right? But it's like a better version of you, right? It's like it's like that version of you that believes in herself, 
it's that version of you that like celebrates herself, right? It's like, it's really like sort of like this better twin, so to say, right? But that better twin just actually feeds you. You know, it feeds you, wow, it's totally possible to believe in yourself, you know, to believe that you're the prize, to believe that you're the queen, to believe that you are safe, to believe that you are supported, that you are cherished, that you're taken care of, okay? So just allow yourself to sort of go into that kind of identity. It's almost like you're moving outside of yourselves. And there's many, many different names for it, right? But it's just almost like as if you're moving outside of yourself and you're looking back at yourself, right? And like, it's like, wow, and you're beaming all this love at yourself, right? You're beaming all this wisdom at yourself and you're beaming all this like compassion at yourself, right? That's about like really this empowering identity for yourself. And you know, you can even start with what if, what if I am that powerful? You know, what if I deserve this? What if it actually does work out for me, right? What if love actually does last? So I want you to play with that a little more with those what if statements and stepping into that empowering identity that supports you in the long run so much. Tip number four is practice radical, radical self-respect and self-care. Now, self-respect, it's just really important. You know, one thing my husband always told me is like, you know what we should put on our refrigerator? It's more important to be respected than to be liked. Hey, wow, what? So wait, you're telling me I've been spending my whole life creating all this rapport with all those amazing people in my life and they like me and they trust me and I feel connected with them. And now you're telling me, well, actually, you know, it's actually way more important to be respected Yes, that's right, because you know what? When they respect you in the long term, they will still like you, right? But if they like you, right? So you're almost like Miss Santa Claus. You know, she's just really likable. She's really lovable, right? But they don't respect you. And then it's not really like ultimate self-love, right? Uh, if they, like if a man doesn't respect you, you know, it's going to really eat away from you. You don't really feel valuable, right? You don't really feel fully seen. You don't really feel fully supported. How can you if a man doesn't really respect you? But guess what? It has to start with yourself first. You have to be willing to disagree, to speak up, and to say I'm, it's safe to speak up. It's safe to speak up, right? So I know this is like a big thing for you, especially from our ancestry, speaking up, you know, really hearing, having your voice be heard could be in cases very dangerous. And so that's why it's really important to practice that and continue to tell yourself that it's safe and that it's not only safe, but it's necessary if you really want to have a long-term, loving, connected, and deep relationship in your life where you trust your partner. Because look, what happens when you don't respect your partner? Right? Same thing, right? It's just like something's just falling to the wayside there. You know, he's full, he's not going to feel fully seen. He's not going to feel fully like supported and, and treasured and cherished and, and whatnot, right? So same is true for you as well. And lastly, tip number five, accept the things you cannot control. So look, there's like so much of a resistance that gets in the way of when you realize, well, 
I need to have control, right? I need to be in control. I need to, I need to be in power because I, I don't want to feel out of control, right? Like last time I felt out of control, I was a little girl and it was very painful. It was emotionally and tremendously impactful in my life. And I, I just can't do that. You know what I mean? I, I can't, you know, and it's really saying like, well, accept the things you cannot control. Learn to surrender, right? Because what happens otherwise is you continue to beat yourself up and to grow that self-love deficit disorder, right? Because like the more you beat yourself up, the less you love yourself, the less you're going to make deposits to your self-love bank account, right? But actually you're making lots of withdrawals and you're going into debt and so much debt that some of you can't even get out of. So that's why it's really important. When do you start forgiving yourself? When do you start becoming compassionate with yourself that you maybe are with humanity, that you are already with your friends, that you are already with your family. Why not turn it the other way around? Be your own best friend, literally, right? Like what would you tell your own best friend, right? You would tell her, well, you couldn't control this. It was out of your control. What happened in your childhood? It was out of your control. What just happened? It was out of your control. You could only do so much, right? And so continue to be kind to yourself. All right, so those are the five cures for the self-love deficit disorder. And if you feel like, gosh, Auntie, I'm really struggling with that, and this is really hard for me. I mean, some of it of what you mentioned to me, it just feel, it feels like an uphill battle. Then I invite you to take my Magnetize Your Man quiz. Well, we get crystal clear of what actually what's going on, what's what's happening, what's your internal dialogue like, what's your belief system like. So we're looking at all of those pieces and we're looking what are the archetypes inside of you that are very unbalanced, which ones need to be balanced so you can actually have that deep connected long-term relationship that you trust, where you feel supported and cherished. So for that, hop on over to magnetizeyourman.com. That is magnetizeyourman.com or also click that link below as well and jump on in right into the quiz. This is it for today. I hope this was helpful for you. Much love to you and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.